in today's show. We're looking at the waiver wire for fantasy basketball. Michael Bolton. Thanks, Josh. It's Michael Bolton here, and it's time for another episode of the Locked On Fantasy Basketball Podcast. Let's get to it. Let's get to it, indeed. You are Locked On Fantasy Basketball, your daily fantasy basketball podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Hello and welcome to the Locked On Fantasy Basketball Podcast brought to you by Basketball Monster. My name is Josh Lloyd and I am the lead fantasy analyst at BasketballMonster.com and at Yahoo Sports Australia. And you can find me on Twitter, as always, at RedRock underscore Beeble and on Instagram at Locked On Fantasy Basketball. We're here to look at the waiver wire, look at players that are available, players that are being added, what we can do with our moves. So, hey. Let's get it on, Gilly. <laughs> the most added players. Over the last 24 hours, number one, Nico Batum. I'm going to guess part of that is because the Clippers played today. They were in the early game, um, which has already been completed. But regardless, he's been playing at a really high level of late. Now, the Clippers' box score today in general was a bit of a mess, and Batum's game wasn't particularly good. But I do think that he is a 12-team league guy, especially if you're not as interested in the points category, although he has been performing okay in that area. But he's a guy that gets blocks, he gets steals, he gets assists, he gets some rebounds. Um, That's what he does. And it sort of goes a little bit unnoticed at times. I wouldn't say that he's like his guaranteed absolute must roster. Oh my God, got to have Nick Batum, but he's worth having. Gabe Vincent, been one of the most added players. Yeah, until Kyle Lowry returns, Gabe Vincent has value. I don't think that's really a stretch or that's a difficult concept to understand. He's the guy that slides in. He plays 28 minutes or so as a starting point guard. He can score. He hits threes. He gets some assists. And you just keep you know, enrolling him out until whatever's wrong with Kyle Lowry and whatever's happening in his life is resolved. That's that's a straightforward one. So yes, he is a 12-team league guy. PJ Washington Jr. has been added in a lot of spots. I don't believe it for a second. Oh, no, that's not true. Let me rephrase. I do believe he's been added. I don't believe it's worth it. PJ had been shithouse until last game, where he was really good. And he did that on like 70% three-point shooting, which is never going to stick. Like PJ is totally fine to stream in, I think, for 12-team leagues. And if you want to have him, no worries. That's fine. But he's been nowhere near a rock-solid 12-team league guy this season. Nowhere near it. So he's one of those guys that if you add him, he's almost going to definitely be your worst player. So therefore, that player comes in, you try it out, you see what happens, and then you piss him all the way off if it doesn't work out. And that's how I'm viewing PJ Washington. Kevon Looney's been streamed in a lot. Looney's playing really well. Now, the party's going to be over when Draymond returns, but he's putting up really, really solid numbers. Good minutes, good production, plays on Sunday. Good numbers from Looney, and he is worth at least holding until Draymond returns. I, I, the next one I don't get. Carmelo Anthony. He just continues to be rostered by too many people. He continues to be added, apparently, by too many people. I don't really know what we're doing here with Mallow. He's the 131st ranked player this season, which is totally fine, right? It's okay. Um, And you would argue that there's 156 players on a 12-team roster. So yeah, why shouldn't he be rostered? Uh, Okay. His numbers over the last month have been even better. He's actually somehow, amazingly, a top 75 player. How is he doing that? What is he providing? Well, I'll tell you what he's providing. He's blocking 1.2 shots per game. That is why he is that high. I, I'm i not adding Carmelo Anthony for blocks. I don't know about you, but I'm, that's just not what I'm doing. 
He's had some interesting block games, some three and two block games. He's had three blocks in his last two games combined. He's scoring all right. He's not a terrible ad. Uh, let's get that straight again. He's not a terrible ad. If you want some points and threes, fine. But this is a guy that just never has blocked shots in the past. He's like going at, you know, 80, 90% of your career best value over the last month in that category or an improvement of that much. He just isn't a player that I'm going to trust. Also, hitting you know, 61% of his two-pointers in his last 10 games is not a number that Carmelo Anthony is going to be able to stick at. This is a dude who, again, for every season of his career, has been under 50% from two. And in most of those seasons, been under 45%, especially recently. So a little bump here from Mallow, and he's been better at shooting this year for sure, um, does not guarantee a 12-team value. Max Struess is totally fine. He's putting up good numbers. There will be fluctuations for sure, especially when this team gets healthy. Hero and Lowry come back and there'll be ups and downs, but he was outplaying Duncan Robertson nearly every game. But Hero and Lowry are out. So Struess is a 12-teamer. Ah, yes, the dart. Problem with my Gogomobile. Gogomobile? No, not the dart. Not the dart. Uh, I think there's some more stuff going on in Indiana. And Goga is taking advantage. Goga Badadze is the guy that they are starting with Sabonis and Turner out. I think his value only extends until one of those guys returns, probably Sabonis. But there is no guarantee that one of those players or either of those players is on this roster in a couple of weeks' time. Goga's last couple of games, 13-9-5 in 31 minutes, 16-11-2. A block in each of them. Big minutes. Shithouse percentages. That's a real worry. But he is a 12-team league guy for now. And while I think someone like an Isaiah Jackson's more of a sexy name in terms of, oh, look at the value and he's got such great fantasy upside. I think you play in equal minutes and Badadze outperforms him. He's obviously favored by Rick Carlo. I think longer term, Jackson probably does end up a better player. But for now, Goga's only 22. Like, it's not like this dude's old. He's 22. Like, that's, you know, three years younger than Chris Duarte. He is 22 years of age. He is very young, and we are finally seeing an extended opportunity for Goga to play. And he should be on 12-team rosters. As for Isaiah Jackson, we'll talk about him a little bit later in the show. Jalen Suggs, absolute must-roster player. Gary Harris and, and uh, Terrence. Terrence Ross has left the last two games with knee soreness, now not playing today for knee soreness. Gaz Harris is out with back spasms. Suggs is outperforming Franz Wagner and Cole Anthony over the last week or so. I'm really enjoying what Suggs is doing. He should not be on any single waiver wire anywhere. This is the guy that pre-draft, we went, man, we really love this guy as a player. Add some steals and blocks, good rebounder, can pass, can shoot, all this stuff. It looks like a fantasy uh, landmine. Well, not even landmine, dynamite stuff. Like I was like looking at him and because I was unsure about Mobley's minutes at the start of the year. I was like, Cade's at one and then I, in terms of fantasy vote. Then Mobley and Suggs really close to each other. And of course, Suggs um, disappointed to start the year. He's flying. He is a must roster. Io Desunmu. Now there's no Zach Levine. There's no Lonzo Ball. There's no Alex Caruso. Levine's going to be back really soon. And that's going to have an impact on Dasunmu. But at the moment, he's playing unbelievably. There are a lot of things about what Dasunmu is doing that are completely unsustainable. Completely. Like shooting 50% from three and 65% from two. Like this shit has no way of being able to stick. There's room for him to improve his free throws because for some reason they're actually horrible. Also, his assist numbers are absolutely through the roof. And that's what happens when Lonzo's out and Levine's out. But Levine's going to take on, I would imagine the de facto point guard role 
yeah, along with Kobe White. And Dasunmu probably does move to the bench and White and Levine starts. Maybe Dasunmu starts. I'm not sure. But his value is going to decrease. But he's killing it. His last three games, 12, 6, and 7 with 2.7 steals, shooting 65% from two. There is going to be a hard drop-off. And it's very hard for a player with 14% usage to maintain 12-team value on the back of, hey, let me get a couple of steals here. Like, it's going to be really hard for him. Um, for now, sure. And I'll add him, and I'll hold him, and I'll see what happens when Levine comes back. And there's extended run here with no Lonzo and no Caruso. But he's doing that thing where increased opportunity is coming with ridiculous increases in shooting, and they could both fall off and both make him look like the player who is literally ranked 280th for the season despite playing 22 minutes a night. Like getting an extra 10 minutes a night or 15 minutes a night doesn't normally jump you up 250 ranking spots, which is what's happened to Desumnu. He's gone from 22 minutes a night in 280th to over the last week, 29th in 39 minutes. So that's 17 extra minutes and he's jumped up 250 ranking spots. That's because the shooting numbers and the steal numbers have gone and the assist numbers, he's like quadrupled his assist numbers, they've gone through the roof. So just just some warnings there. Um, Chris Duarte, Malcolm Brogdon, I don't think is playing again this season for the Pacers. He can't be traded, but this Achilles thing, he's played like what, two games since the start of December and now he's out for another 10 days to rest it. They're not going anywhere. He's had persistent ankle, or sorry, Achilles soreness all year. There is no, this reminds me of Mike Conley in Memphis a few years ago when he had this persistent Achilles issue and they just had to sit him down and you know, give it a couple of months off to actually heal. He's had multiple rests here and it hasn't gotten better. They're going another 10 days. I, I don't think he plays again, Brogdon. I'm not dropping Brogdon, but I don't think he plays again. And there's a chance Lavert is traded. He's dealing with a fake calf injury at the moment. Um, you, you got a roster Duarte. He will have some yeah, ups and downs. If Sabonis and Levert return, like his numbers will drop. There's no argument with that. But he's got to be on a roster uh, at this point. Wow, I didn't realize I'd spoken for that long about that section. But that's now time for me to tell you about Truebill. Because you have so many subscriptions. I have so many subscriptions. But do you even know which ones you have? Well, Truebill is the app that helps you identify and stop paying for the subscriptions that you don't need, that you don't want, or the ones you simply forgot about. On average, people save up to $720 a year with Truebill. And because companies make subscriptions hard to cancel, Truebill makes it incredibly simple. Just link your accounts and Truebill will cancel your unwanted subscriptions in one tap. And your Truebill concierge is there when you need them to cancel unwanted subscriptions so you don't have to. Truebill has over 2 million users and has helped them save over $100 million. So don't fall for subscription scams. Start cancelling today at Truebill.com slash LockedOnNBA. Go right now. That's Truebill.com slash LockedOnNBA. It could save you thousands a year. Truebill.com slash LockedOnNBA. You know what I feel like? I feel like the best tasting protein bar ever. Bilpa. I don't want a sugary treat. Sometimes they're great and you just crave it. But why don't you get that taste, that brilliant taste, out of something that's not going to jam-pack you full of fat and sugar and carbs and calories. Because that's what Bilt Bar can do for you. They can provide you that taste. They taste just like a candy bar. But the calories, 130. What? 130 in a bar? That's ridiculous. Four grams of sugar, four grams of carbs, four grams of um, uh, fat, and 17 grams of protein. It's a big number. The flavors are amazing. Cookies and cream, coconut, mint brownie, orange, raspberry, salted caramel, peanut butter brownie. Plus, they're chucking special edition flavors in there all the time at Bilt. So why don't you... Click over to built.com. Very easy. Built. 
I know people find it hard to understand what I'm saying. Built. B-U-I-L-T. Built. As in the past tense of build. Built.com. So go there and use the promo code LOCKED15. I'll spell that one for you as well. L-O-C-K-E-D-1-5. Go to built.com, use the promo code LOCKED15 and save yourself 15% off delicious boxes of Built Bar. Built Bar is built different. Okay, let's um, let's go and have a look at... Oh, actually, no, before we do that, I do have to tell you that the trade deadline's coming up. The NBA trade deadline, Thursday, February the 10th at 3 p.m. And Locked On NBA is covering it live from 2 p.m. to 4 p.m. Join Kim Becker... John Corrales, some dickhead called Josh Lloyd, and NBA veteran Antonio Daniels to get analysis on every blockbuster move. Subscribe to the Locked On NBA YouTube and turn on your notifications so you know when we go live. <clears throat> it's going to be an early day. Start uh, going live from 6 a.m. Looking forward to that one. All right. Let's um, let's talk about droppable players. Is that what we're up to? Yeah, it is. Let's talk droppable players. Some of these are the players who have been dropped the most. Some of these are guys that I think you can consider droppable. Remember, when I say droppable player, it does not mean go and drop them. It means that if they are your worst player, they're on your roster. Do not feel bad about moving on. Take the flyer. Try the flyer on PJ Washington. See what you get out of Desunmu. Drop these guys. You're not losing much. That's my point. Jay Crowder. Wrist injury. Doesn't look great. By the way, that means Cam Johnson is definitely back on the ad list. So go and add Cam Johnson. Um, doesn't look great for Crowder. Don't know why he was rostered in so many 12-team leagues anyway. I guess because there were so few games yesterday. But yeah, drop him. Marvin Bagley. We're back to old Marvin Bagley. Mediocre points. Okay rebounds. Jack shit else. That's what he does. He shouldn't... I, I, I know that he's provided some interesting minutes for his team. He's not in their future. Look, not even remotely close to their future. Either start Terrence Davis and push Barnsley to the four. Or start Shemezi Metu. At least there's a bit of upside in those blokes. It's frustrating. Drop him. Alex Caruso. Unfortunately, we've got to drop him. Now, he, he had good value, but he's not back to middle of March. See you later. Jeremiah Robinson now. Not sure everyone was rostering him, I guess, again, because the games were on yesterday. Tory Craig. Yeah, he's not a 12-team league guy, Craigie. He is fine as a 14 streamer while absences are happening, but that's it. Lowry Markinen. This one's a little bit more um, dependent. Hurt his ankle yesterday. It didn't look really good, did it? It, it didn't look good at all. And... We don't know at this stage how long he's going to be out for. My assumption would be rule him out the rest of January. That's that's a week at this point. Rule him out there. Common sense would say probably all-star break. So we're talking two and a half weeks for Lowry. His value is not that good that he needs to be held on to while you wait for whatever this is to heal. So if you do need a spot, all right. Amir Coffey. Get that garbage out of here! Yeah, look, he had a nice run. That's cool. But this is the thing we said so often about this team, is that there's him, there's Canard, there's Mann, there's Bledsoe, there's Batum, there's Morris. And when they all get healthy, yeah, they're all going to squeeze each other. And now we're going to throw BJ Boston in the mix. We'll talk about him soon. It's just, there's no up... Look, coffee's... Hold him, hold him. He'll be better than what he was today. But you don't have to. You can move on. Is that you, Mr. Stewart? Well, who the hell else do you think it'd be? Get in here, you pair of flaming galahs. Yeah. Yeah, look, I just don't have... I know Kelly Linick's out again with health and safety protocols, and he should be on a roster, Linick. But Stewart just continues to disappoint. I just don't think it's coming together for him this year, and I could be wrong, but I don't care. Drop him. 
Jordan Poole, stream him in on the days that Clay doesn't play, sure. But there's no point holding him when he's going to be the 200th best player on every other day. If for 75% of days he's unrosterable and then you, you get the big game when Clay's out, like, that's not worth holding on to. Unless you're in a situation where it's easier to stash someone and you don't have to use every player on your roster when they play. Tim Hardaway, another guy. This is no need to be holding on to Timmy. He's just not a must-roster player, I don't think. Like You can stream him in for points and threes, but the upside is so low that it's not worth it. Let's look at some must-roster players. If these guys are on your wire, figure it out and fix it. Anthony Simons, still over 50% available on ESPN. Josh, the hitman hard, and his teammate Herbalife Jones. Both of these guys, must-roster. Kevin Love, a couple of Timberwolves. I bet you can guess who they are. Jared Vanderbilt Bar and Patrick Beverly. We still do not understand that they need to be rostered. Please, fingers out of assholes. Do something about it. Nico Batum, think he's a must-roster player. Chris Duarte, also think that he is a must-roster player. But I also know that BetOnline is here to wish you a happy new betting year. Continuing our march towards the playoffs. How was yesterday, mate? Bye-bye one seeds. BetOnline remains the number one spot for all of your best sports wagering action for 2022. It's a new year and a new updated desktop and mobile website. So sign up today and use the code Locked On and get a 50% welcome deposit bonus. From basketball to football, the NHL, boxing, UFC, or right to your favorite Vegas casino games, don't wait and take advantage of all of the fantastic offers available for 2022. BetOnline is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all of your favorite sports. BetOnline is where the game starts. Let's look at some upside grabs here. Um, Isaiah Jackson, interesting player. Will he get that nod over Goga? I don't know. Goga's had some injury problems in his past. So Jackson's an interesting stash guy who's flashed quite a, quite a bit. I don't mind holding him as a stash. Cam Reddish, um, Tom Thibodeau, your mate, is a, he's stubborn. We, we know that. And he, did, he does not include Reddish in his rotation. I don't think Reddish is very good, as you're all well aware. And as I said when he was traded... You have to carve out 27 minutes on that rotation from players who are getting those minutes currently. And is he going to be able to do that? At the moment, the answer is no. Riddish is by no means a 12-team league guy. He is not and he will not be, I don't think, unless multiple things go wrong. But he is just a name that if you do have stash ability in deeper formats, you can look at him. Trendon Watford. I'm sure plenty of you will be having the Snoop Dogg who... Yeah, meme. Who? Yeah, Trenton Watford. I don't think things are going particularly well in Portland. Who knows what happens with CJ? Who knows what happens with Norm Powell? Do they get injured? Do they get traded? Watford has been really impressive to me. Now, this is a very deep cut, but he is someone who is pushing ahead. I think they might end up pushing ahead of, say, Ben McLemore as a two-way guy he is. And there's something interesting there in Watford. Just, just a name... If not to grab, and don't, I wouldn't grab him, but just a name to remember. Of course, I'm going to put the delicate dancer on here. That's all he is at the moment. They're not playing Shengun and Wood together. It's frustrating as, as anything, but it's just not happening. It's a delicate dance in just 17 steps. Do you have the stomach to stash for another three more weeks hoping for a Wood trade that's probably got a 5% chance of happening? That's the only reason you do it. BJ Boston. Love BJ. He's been really, really good. And he is cutting into the value of Coffee and Man and Batum and all those guys. I, you, you could make the argument that if Paul George doesn't come back, that the Clippers would just be like, well, okay, Eric Bledsoe, I'll see you later. Um, no need for you to play. But I just want to see what BJ's got to give us here. 
And that's... Look, he's been great. Absolutely just a name. I think he's got more upside than Canard, than Man, than Coffee. He's a very interesting guy. And I put Nerlens Noel in here. Now, we can't trust Nerlens Noel as far as we can throw him, and that's not really very far at all. But Mitchell Robinson out again. What a fucking shock that is. Mitchell Robinson's uh, hurt his ankle again. Um, I'll be less shocked when uh, Nerlens Noel gets hurt again. But he played 26 minutes. He had three steals and a block today. And you can't leave that shit on the wire. So you grab him. You be prepared for him to get hurt tomorrow. And you just go, well, I'll get something, maybe a game out of him. And we'll go from there. That is the Nerlens Noel experience. I'm sorry this show's been so long. I don't know why the hell I've gone so long. But let's talk about some other names here to wrap it up. Terrence Davis. Darren Fox was out last game with ankle soreness. I don't think it's a real injury. But, or not a real injury. It is a real injury. I don't think it's a long-term issue. Um, and Davis started and scored well. They would be much better giving Buddy Heald's minutes to Terrence Davis to see what they can develop there. Heald, like Marvin Bagley, is not a part of the future of this team. Dar Davis could be. He's worth having for now. And then we see what they... The problem I have with Davis at the moment is is that when Fox and Halliburton are there and the team's healthy, he might play 12 minutes. He might play 16 minutes. He sure as shit isn't going to play 30. And if he does play 30, it means Buddy Heald's been sat down and not playing at all. But he's a guy to grab for now. And then we see. How's Bismarck Biombo? Sorry. Um, yeah, Hakeem Olajuwon 2.0. He's killing it. Biombo. Like, I've, I've never, literally ever seen Biombo play like this. And he's like, what, 38 years old? He's not. He's like 32 years old. He didn't play all season. And now he's coming in. But when Aiton returns, he turns into a fart. He dissipates into your, uh, into your atmosphere. But for now, yeah, sure, let's go. The wave pool to Anthony Melton. You know what I'm going to say. You know what I'm going to say. Actually, maybe you don't, but let me say it anyway. He played 27 minutes last game and he put up good numbers. Is that enough for me to grab him? Uh, I know that I use this sound drop for somebody else, but uh, holy shit. No question about it. I am ready to get hurt again. If I was coaching that team, I'd have a lot more money, but I also would be playing him more minutes than Zaire Williams. But I'm not coaching the team, so it doesn't matter if I would play him 27. But the encouraging sign was there. Do you take that chance again? I would. Lamarcus Aldridge is a 12-team league guy for now. Caleb Martin, yeah, but it's not going to last. Dayron Sharp, well, Nick Claxton's not back until next week, so Sharpie's got value. He has 12-team value for now. Jose Alvarado, very, very close to watching him. I would be only marginally shocked if he started eating into Devontae Graham's playing time. I'd be marginally shocked. Isaac Okoro, he's a name to watch. I don't give a shit about him in 14-team or shallower leagues. Kessler Edwards is a defensive stats guy, more of a 14 to 16 team league player. And then Marvin Bagley, we've spoken about already. Guys, that will do it for me today. Don't forget to follow this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, and on the Odyssey app. If you are here on YouTube, thumb it up and leave your comments down below. Guys, we are done here. Thank you so much for listening, everyone. See ya.